This is Connecting Dots from Fixed Cost Financial. Read the disclaimer in the show notes. Assume a conflict of interest with all companies discussed due to our extensive holdings. Let's begin. So in episode one, we talked a little bit about fire, cave people. We used the Flintstones, Fred, Barney, Wilma, and Betty. And we don't know for sure what went on. And in our office, we have a fascinating discussion that's ongoing about Mars in the asteroid belt. And were there more inhabitable planets than just Earth? What happened? And can we see the colonization of Mars? Did we previously see the colonization of Earth by Martians? Was there another planet? Was it destroyed? And the thing that we do here, which I'm really proud of, is the fact that we constantly think outside the box. But not just thinking outside the box, rejecting the box exists. And so when you're listening to this and you're trying to say, okay, where are they going with it? Understanding that we accept that most people are employees. They do what they're told to do. Some people are self-employed, and that's a lot harder to do. Then there are some of us who are employers. i got news for you. That's a lot harder than being self-employed. After that, just because you're an employer doesn't mean you're a business owner. You don't think in terms of employees. You think in terms of what business you, you own and how to do different activities. Of course, then the business owner is different from the entrepreneur who creates businesses, builds businesses, sells businesses. But all of these people, in the fewest number, they're not the same as the visionary. You can't just be a visionary. You may go to school, have an academic training, but for a lot of people, their academic training, getting PhDs and having it piled higher and deeper, it gets them into a lockstep mentality they can't break out of. So a visionary oftentimes is a person who actually did it. They understand the whole process from employee to self-employed to employer, being a business owner, being an entrepreneur, and then putting it all together into a visionary process. So yeah, we started making fires. And then what we also need to understand is that, you know, from fires, we also then had more things that occurred. You know, quite literally thousands and thousands of years ago, humans began using energy, wind, sails. You had boats. We used oars to move ourselves. So wind was one of the first energy sources used for transportation. Now, if you're an elitist and you're thinking, oh yeah, this is a bunch of crap. This is stuff goes back to elementary school. Yeah, no kidding. Because we have to think about things in elementary terms. In a few moments, I'm going to talk about William of Ockham and Ockham's razor. And when we forget that we have to keep things simple, you make things more and more complicated, well, civilizations fall apart. We are literally watching the destruction of the United States through crazy, complicated, convoluted, discombobulated, eclectic laws, rules, and regulations that don't make a damn bit of sense. And you know that and I know that. But the same thing is true when it comes to energy. Look, 2,500 years ago, give or take, that we know of, windmills and water wheels are being used. You know, Don Quixote did not fight the imaginary dragon. He fought a windmill. You've got to understand that these things have been around for a long time. And so you have axles and gears and you churned things. You could make wheat. You could grind and make flour. All this stuff has been around for a long time. There are also reports that we know of where the Egyptians took oil. They floated it on top of ponds and they burned it at night for light. You know, coal's been around a long time. People who say coal is bad for the environment, well, you do realize that Native American Indians used coal. Chinese used natural gas. They heated with salt water. We have geothermal energy, piping hot water from springs into houses for heat. 
But for a nation to grow, you have to have potable water. You have to have potable energy. Meaning that you have to have food, shelter, and clothing that allows one to move about from one place to another. You know, the Holiday Inn Express is not something new. And WeWork is not something new. People have needed temporary shelter and places to work for years. You do realize that when our nation was founded, we were traveling all around the world. Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, they went to Europe. They traveled. They brought things back. There are so many things that we take for granted and don't think about. Oh, if it if it hasn't been done in the last 10 years, it's not worth it. No, you have to understand your history. My great-grandfather on my mother's side, one of them, is buried in Gibraltar. He traveled Europe and was on way back home when he died on ship and is buried in a grave on Gibraltar, and his marker says number 27, I believe. So people have moved around. I know my family history going all the way back into the 900s. So if you continue to ignore history, you're going to get screwed. History and energy are tied together, but you have to know how to use it, okay? It's not just about burning things. That's got to stop. Burning things has got to stop. We burned whale oil for light. Animals were used for farming and transportation. And we also use them to burn their fat to light our lanterns. Kerosene was developed. Towns grew. Cities grew. As you get more and more people together in a closed area, you need more energy. Natural gas, 1821. Used to start lighting homes, heating homes, street lights. Coal mines, well, you dig coal. You need trains. You got to transport. You know, a lot of the things that we're going to talk about here is going to challenge you. You know, years ago, and not that long ago, people were upset about horses. Oh, Horse, horses carriage, that'll never work. Damn engines scare the horses. Horse can go across the country. You can always get a horse. Try going across country today in a horse. <laughs> Versus a horseless carriage, which is a car. So times change. It's the first gasoline vehicle, about 1885, give or take. It's quite a few years ago, right? So here's the thing. New York City, New York, Thomas Edison, first power plant, 1882, right? Pearl Street Power Station. Made electricity for 85 different buildings. It was a very small start. Those who are naysayers would say, oh, that's never, never going to happen. Oh, my God, look at the infrastructure they have to build out. And people were afraid of electricity, burn things down. The wiring, the insulations, not like it was today. There's going to be problems. Now, when the prior podcast, I talked about a woman who opined about how terrible it was that Elon Musk was going to put people on a ship go to Mars. They would never return. Most likely they would die. They would never be able to be buried. And my God, they could change the atmosphere of Mars. No kidding, Sherlock. We've got people that are just plain stupid. People that are afraid to think outside of the box, reject the box to make progress. That's what this podcast series is all about. Energy and progress. And one of the people who has absolutely nailed it, and he's not the inventor in any way, shape, or form, but it's going to take people like Bill Gates to get us to wake up and understand what needs to be done. Look, almost every part of society, no matter what we do, we are using energy. And scientists are experimenting with new ways to make electricity. Electricity flows from point A to point B. But unfortunately, electricity, the further it travels, loses its power. Oh, no! So the problem is this. When you have an increasingly complex society, somebody has to push the button and say stop. Reset and think about it. That's where I mentioned earlier about Occam's razor, William of Occam. 
Now, William of Ockham is a father of what is known as KISS. Keep it simple. When you have a complex problem, you have two or more solutions. The solution with the fewest number of variables is most likely going to be correct. And we're going to follow that in the rest of this podcast. And all of them that we're going to do is just breaking the most complicated things down into simple. With that, what have I said before? Well, I'll say it again. Think about it. This is Paul Truesdell, and you are listening to Connecting Dots. Make sure to read the disclaimer in our show notes before each episode. Connecting Dots is for educational use only. Investment performance is not guaranteed. Past performance is not indicative of future results. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives financial situation or needs. Nothing should be construed as an individual recommendation. Always read and all applicable information carefully before making an investment decision. Investments are not bank guaranteed, not FDIC insured, and may lose value. Due to our extensive holdings and that of our clients, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and thus a conflict of interest should be assumed. <laughs>